Broadcasting by the sea in sunny San Diego, this is the Ascended Masters at Work show, where we lift the veil of mysticism and reveal ancient secrets brought to earth by the world's greatest spiritual teachers. Here we share real-life stories that change lives and widen our eyes. And now, here is your host and spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We have a very insightful day today, and I'm really looking forward to bringing this information to you because we are talking about miracles. Now, I don't mean miracles when we say, oh, it'll be a miracle if I can get that computer to work, or it'll be a miracle if I can get this show up and running. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about miracles in the sense of coming from the universe or from God. And I want to give you a couple of definitions, well, actually, maybe a few definitions about what it says miracles are. And one of my favorites is from A Course in Miracles, where it says miracles enable you to heal the sick and raise the dead because you made sickness and death yourself and can therefore abolish both. You are a miracle capable of creating in the likeness of your creator. Everything else in your own is your own nightmare and does not exist. Only the creations of light are real. And it goes on to say, miracles are teaching devices for demonstrating it is as blessed to give as to receive. And they simultaneously increase the strength of the giver and supply strength to the receiver. And what the Bible says is a miracle is a lesson common kind of God's activity in which he arouses people's awe and wonder and bears witness to himself. He justifies this definition by awe or amazement in such a way that God bears witness to himself. And we know in reading the Bible that Jesus performed many miracles. He turned water into wine. He healed the sick. He uh, allowed the blind to see it was in the New Testament, there was one miracle after the next. And Wikipedia says a miracle is an event, event not exploitable by natural or scientific laws. Such an event may be attributed to a supernatural being, such as a deity, magic, a miracle worker, and that's who we're going to talk to today, a saint or a religious leader. So informally, the word miracle is often used to characterize any beneficial event that is statistically unlikely, but not contrary to the laws of nature, such as um, surviving a natural disaster or simply a wonderful occurrence. Maybe somebody you just thought of calls you on the phone, or maybe you've worked so hard in your business to create the miracle of income, and it finally starts to rain on you. So a true miracle would, by definition, be a not natural phenomenon, leading many rational and scientific thinkers to dismiss them as physically impossible. That is requiring violation of established laws of physics within their domain of validity. 
And then the Cambridge Dictionary says, any unusual and mysterious event that is thought to have been caused by a god because it does not follow the usual laws of nature, a very lucky event that is surprising and unexpected. And you know, a lot of times miracles have to do with manifestations. And I love to teach people about manifestations because they can really make miracles happen. But the sad part is a number of things with our population in the world we live in on Earth School, excuse me, is that we want to manifest things, but we don't remember to do it. We might say that we're going to manifest something and we work really, really hard at it or we're at an event and they teach us how to do it. But then we don't seem to be able to keep that up. As soon as we walk out the door, we forget and we think that that one time was enough to manifest whatever it is that we were trying to create as a miracle. Now, I've lived my whole life manifesting what I wanted. And fortunately, I learned at a very early age, I think I was 16 when it first happened, that if I was persistent and consistent, I could manifest just about whatever anything that I chose to manifest. And some people would see it happen, but it was a long time down the road. And so they thought, that I had just manifested it instantly, when the truth is, it took me a long time to create that miracle. It took me a long time to create my healings. It took me a long time to create my business so that I had a really good, solid income. But others think of this as a miracle. And I'm going to tell you, it takes consistency And it takes a lot of focus. And those who are in my classes learn how to do this, especially in Compelled Own Sell, because they've never done anything with their businesses that made the kind of money that they can make when they complete this course. And what I do is I use my own techniques to teach them so that they can create their own miracles in their lives. And I got to tell you, My last eight students, and I take very few at a time because you have to work hard to do this, they made $301,000 in 10 weeks. The total of eight students made $301,000 in 10 weeks. And it's just a matter of showing them how to do it, how to be persistent, and how to be consistent. And focused. And we talk about the universal laws and put them into effect so that they can make their own miracles. And that's why I'm so looking forward to today because we are going to talk to a miracle worker. Wouldn't that be cool? And I know her personally. She's just an amazing person. And she's going to tell you some unbelievable stories. So what are those stories? Well, she will share her personal stories. And she, I don't even know how to do justice to her because we call her the miracle mama. 
And she's a miracle consultant. She's an empath. And boy, do I know what that is because I have that experience myself. And she's an intuitive. She's a coach and a mentor. And she trains business leaders to create economic miracles. Isn't that something? And that's why I said miracles are so unique and so different. And there's very few that could actually teach you how to do it and support you in moving through it. And this lady is a spiritual teacher for over 30 years, and she can be accurately pinpointed. She can accurately pinpoint the hidden issues keeping you from the life you richly deserve and also from developing your business. And she has developed the powerful activation technology and trademarked it. And it's a system that empowers you to access miraculous breakthroughs to greater confidence, alignment, financial success, emotional freedom, peace of mind, and more harmonious relationships. And boy, when you have harmonious relationships, it changes the landscape of your life completely because suddenly others step up to support you in everything that you do. Her name is Marbeth Dunn, and she lives in sunny and warm Florida. And I got to see her not too long ago and out there with her fiance, Harrison Klein, who's going to be on the show next week. And I'll tell you what he's going to talk about. And Marbeth is an international best-selling author and speaker and host of a radio show, all her own, called Having It All Radio. And she's been featured on Fox, NBC, CBS, and The CW. Marbeth, welcome to the show. I am so looking forward to hearing what you have to share. Shirlene, I am so thrilled to be here with you. What fun we're going to have. Uh, that's the whole point of this show, right? <laughs> Fun and learning. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I love to share this information because so many people are finally opening their eyes in the world and awakening to the fact that they have so much power and it's all right within them, right? Isn't that, isn't that what you agree with? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, tell me, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say it's all about our connection to the divine. And the Course in Miracles also says there is no order of difficulty in miracles. It is just as easy to cure cancer as the common cold. I know that sounds like quite a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And you're going to show them how today. So oh, yeah. tell me, how did you learn to attract mir miracles? How, how did you come about with that? Well, it all started a long time ago in the 80s. I was living in Haiti <laughs> at uh -huh. a time when uh, there was a lot of political turmoil. Baby Doc was ousted. And it was way before the earthquake or the, the hurricane. And I really needed miracles. I didn't believe in them at all. My life was a mess. The government kept changing. We had seven coup d'etats and my marriage was falling apart and uh, we didn't have any tourists. They had a tourist-based business and I was depressed. I had severe asthma. I felt helpless and hopeless and I was pretty desperate. 
And I was looking everywhere for answers. I was reading all kinds of metaphysical books. And I was hoping to really shift my perspective. So one morning I was sitting in bed and I was reading a book about why I should choose more peaceful thoughts. And my mind was wandering. I looked up from the page for a second to you know, just notice there was some, you know, in a shaft of sunlight, sometimes you'll see the dust motes dancing. So I just caught my eye and that's when it happened. Something shifted inside me. It was a rush of clarity and a sudden opening and, and excitement. And I just felt my whole body relax. I felt this beautiful smile on my face and I felt peaceful for the first time in probably years. <laughs> mm, that's because, beautiful. Because I finally understood that my inner thoughts controlled my outer world. That was huge. Before then, I felt victimized. I did not have any power. And that's really when a force was activated because a synergy developed between spirit and me. And that's when miracles started to fill my life. And as I chose more peaceful thoughts, I accessed this really deep, rich, personal connection with source. And what was interesting is all of a sudden, these miracles started to happen in my life. I was shocked. My marriage, which was really very difficult, resolved itself. We reaffirmed our marriage vows. Clients showed up. There were no tourists in Haiti. I needed tourists for my business. And people showed up <laughs> to buy my things, my art. And money began to flow freely. And and my health improved. So that was the beginning. And since then, I've been a spiritual teacher now for 30 years. And uh, as you said, I'm an empath and an intuitive. And, and I love to work with professionals to you know, help them through difficult transitions in their careers, relationships, health, and spirituality through harnessing the power of miracles. Mm. Well, uh, Marbeth, we have a caller on the line, and I would love to have her come in and um, ask you a question. Would that be all right? Of course. (laughs) All right. So uh, we have Annie on the line. So Annie, go ahead. Hi, Hi, Marbeth. Hi. I'm Marbeth and Charlene. Hi. uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to hear your story, Marbeth. Um, Thank you. I just have a question for you about miracles. Sure. What What was the, um, like, how did you, how did you shift them from, from, uh, oh, sorry, I guess I don't know how to ask the question. How did I um, shift from a victim consciousness to a miracle yeah. awareness? Yeah. Well, yeah. it started with realizing that I my thoughts weren't written in stone because that was huge. Until that realization, I thought that everything was stuck the way it was and I didn't mm-hmm. have any way out. Suddenly, to have the realization that my thoughts had power, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and... 
I developed a very close relationship with spirit. And so I stopped making decisions by myself. I stopped judging everything. Instead, if I, I, my goal was really to stay peaceful. And I knew mm-hmm. if I stayed peaceful, then I was connected. I was aligned with source. But the minute I started to get agitated, I actually could change that. I could choose something more peaceful. So it was a matter, and it, it's not something that happened instantaneously, but if I realized that when I got agitated, I could just ask spirit, help me see this differently. How can I see this through the eyes of love? Mm, that's wonderful. Love that. And One- it made a huge difference. <laughs> Annie, have you had a miracle in your life? I have, yes. Um, I overcame. Yeah, I'd I'd love to share. Uh, I was just going to say that I overcame incurable cancer. And that was through the power of travel. That's beautiful. (laughs) Can you say a bit more about that for clarity for our listeners? Sure. Um, I never went anywhere, actually. I just traveled in my imagination by accessing um, my previous travel memories and incorporating them into my everyday life. So eventually, like over time, after having created this ritual, over time, my cancer journey ended up feeling like a wonderful healing adventure. And Mm. I'm happy to say that Within less than six months, I was completely cancer-free. It's wow, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's Yay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Congratulations. You. Thanks. Yes. Well, we all have the power to attract miracles. And, you know, it's just a matter of shifting our awareness. You shifted your awareness by focusing on a place you wanted to be. And you stayed absolutely. there. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So even to this day, I'm, I'm traveling all over the place. <laughs> that hasn't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what keeps you healthy, right? Absolutely. Yes, it sure does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and Annie, thank you. Go ahead. What were you going to say? There are people who have cured cancer by watching uh, movies that are uh, that are light and funny and just really laughing during the day, you know, is, is a way, a huge way of shifting into a healing energy that will shift the cancer. Mm. Well, that's great insight, Marbeth. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Because I've heard about that, too, where people who laugh a lot o- overcome their illness. And it does take a while. They, Like I said earlier in the show, we have to be really persistent about staying focused and continuing to manifest what it is, whatever miracle it is that we want to have and have faith in doing that. And is that what you did, Annie? Yes, absolutely. It took... Um took razor sharp focus but eventually I was able to turn that fear into just 
huge clarity on how I was going to move forward. Wonderful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Thank okay, you. well, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you for calling in, Annie. And we'll be right back with more information from Marbeth. And she's going to talk to you about how to attract these miracles and how to live the miracle of life. Hi, I'm Shirlene Reeves with Maximize Your Wealth Now with a new tip on how to maximize your wealth. What if you could compel your clients rather than selling them so that they would work with you? Wouldn't that be so much easier? Wouldn't it be easier to have more income? I talk to entrepreneur after entrepreneur, and they're running from networking group to networking group, and they're so tired. And the reason they're tired is because they're not making any money, and they don't know how to work with their perfect clients. What if I said to you, compel, don't sell, and I could give you the tips for how to do that. I'm tearing back the curtain, and I'm going to show you how I built my business from zero to multi-millions, and I want you to make multi-millions too. So check it out on my website, MaximizeYourWealthNow.com, and get signed up for the next class. I promise you, I guarantee you, you won't be sorry. I invested in Shirlene's uh, Compelled to Sell sales training program, and I just knew immediately that she was the person that I wanted to work with. I came in wanting to know how to get more people I could talk to. And I also learned some things I didn't know that I didn't know. And now I know. At least I have a good idea. The reason I took this course was because I felt like there were a lot of new things that Shalene had to offer that I had not experienced before. That's why I took the class, is I wanted to sort of up-level my sales skills. And thank you, Shalene, for this amazing class. In 10 weeks, eight Compel Don't Sell students made a total of $301,000. Isn't it time to make a compelling difference in your income? If you answered yes, call 1-888-889-9212. That's 1-888-889-9212 to register for the next Compel Don't Sell course and learn the art of selling with heart. Discover the secrets to the three-step sales waltz. Learn how to open a sales conversation and ask for the sale authentically in your own words. Dial to reserve your seat today. Dial 888-889-9212. And 
and you are back with us, and we're talking to the Miracle Mama today, Marbeth Dunn, and she's really giving us some wonderful, wonderful insight, and she has developed a lifelong system to attract miracles. Wouldn't you love to know how to do that and to live a miraculous life? So, Marbeth, tell us what it is that we need to do to attract miracles. Woo! <laughs> in in thirty <laughs> seconds or less. <laughs> well, there are certain components that need to be in place. <clears throat> if you are feeling victimized, if you are really angry, judgmental, uh, holding on to uh, a lot of anger, you're not in the miracle frame of mind. So you really need specific components to align yourself with spirit, with source, so that you can attract miracles. One of the the major ones, of course, is being really peaceful. And peace is a really great indicator to let you know that you are aligned with spirit. And when you are not being peaceful, you've lost that alignment. If you're feeling angry, you've lost the alignment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're agitated, you are not there. And it's a choice. So you really need to be very vigilant and watch yourself and be aware, am I peaceful? And as you start to be aware of feeling peaceful and choosing to be peaceful, you're moving in the right direction. You also want to uh, elevate your vibrational frequency by by just thinking more thoughts of appreciation and gratitude. Just notice everything that goes on in your life and find ways to recognize that everything is a gift. <laughs> Even the things that seem like they're terrible and they're not uh, experiences that you would relish or or even want to experience, they're all gifts. I had uh, the experience several years ago when my sweetheart died of a heart attack. And if you had told me that was a gift at the time, I probably would have punched you out. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, but truthfully, within a year, I realized what an immense gift that was. And after I had the... um, decision again it's always a choice i chose to release the emotions the grief the sadness the pain all the emotions that came up i chose to work through them very uh because i have tools i have so many tools you know to help my students and of course i use them for myself and i moved through that so quickly that one day i was shocked to realize that i felt good And then I realized, oh, I have tools that can help other people. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. That's how you really came on this. And I really love what you say is that you can be peaceful and vigilant about making sure that you do that. And what I love to say in my classes are you have a choice, peace or pain. Take your choice. Uh, absolutely (laughs) yes and elevating your vibrational frequency that's awesome and I want to ask you after we have Sumaya on the line and I want to ask you after that how you elevate that frequency okay so Sumaya welcome to the show hi Sumaya 
Hi, Shirlene. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, oh, yes, thanks I'm for fascinated. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this topic, and I um, can't wait to hear the rest of uh, what is going to be said about this because it's so important. Um, I just wanted to share something that happened for me because I was following that basic recipe that um, your guest was giving, and it mm-hmm. really worked. Um, I was feeling kind of a crunch of some unexpected financial stuff, and I went inside and I really connected to my I Am Presence, which is really my divine self, and I said, I need help, and this is the help I need, and this is when I need it. <laughs> it was very specific, and, and really, within um, about 10 minutes, something very, it got resolved. And quite unexpectedly, I was guided to open a particular email, and I saw, oh, yes, my monthly payment of $3 a month to this one thing. And I thought, I'm just going to cancel that. And I called to cancel it, and they said, well, what is this for? And I said, I don't even remember. And so they ended up, without me asking, refunding two and a half years' worth of those payments. (laughs) And I got a check for $200. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, Mark Beth, would you I say totally. that miracles can happen faster if you're used to performing them and if you're more intense about acting on it? I think that as you become more used to the flow of miracles, I don't feel like we perform them because miracles are really the realm of spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that they they come from our awareness uh, and our connection with spirit. And, and spirit knows exactly what we need, but we just need to be open to it. You know, we don't we don't just say, okay, I need it to happen in exactly this way. You know, you, you just create, I would like this to happen. <laughs> And then you let it go. I think the letting go is crucial because if, you know, it's like the women that, that want to have a baby so badly mm-hmm. and they can't get pregnant until they adopt another baby. And then all of a sudden, within a year, they're pregnant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They've even got TV stories about that kind of thing. It of must be pretty, uh, pretty normal for happening. <laughs> In fact, with my relationship with Harrison, I had totally gotten off of all the dating sites. <laughs> I had my list. I knew what I wanted, but I got off the dating sites and I, my, my yoga training was so intense. I was becoming a Kundalini yoga instructor and I just, I didn't have time to date. Plus we had these sadhanas in the middle of the night, you know, you had to get up at three in the morning to go and meditate. And I said, I can't do this and date. There's too much going on here. So I stopped and I figured, well, in nine months when my training is done, I will get back in the dating circuit. And do you know, that's when I met Harrison. I was not even online and I got a message saying that I had a message waiting from one of the dating sites and I had to join it in order to get the message and I knew it was nothing. But you know, you get these intuitive hits. (laughs) (laughs) And I got the hit, sign up now. And they had a special, it was half price. I signed up 
And of course, the message was nothing, but there he was in my matches. And he was like all lit up. And he looked exactly like my boyfriend who had died. You know? so, oh, wow. And what, what's even crazier is, you know, Harrison's last name is Klein. My boyfriend was Harold Klein. Mm. You know, <laughs> I've had synchronicities. Wow. That's, well, that's how miracles happen. <laughs> yeah, it is how miracles happen. I agree. And, you know, I'm off the dating sites, too, and I've been getting messages. But I haven't gotten that intuitive hit that I need to pay to find out who they are. Right. <laughs> So, you know, that intuitive hit is important, I think. It is. You have to trust. I never question it. It can be the most outlandish thing. I just don't question it. I remember I was telling you last night, Charlene, when I was at the baggage claim two nights ago, waiting for our bags on the way back from Santa Fe, New Mexico, I heard in my head, I heard that intuitive voice say, "You're someone is going to take your bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had this shock of fear just run through me. It was like, what? And I, and I, my initial initial reaction was, no, I'm, I, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't going to be paranoid about this. But I was watching Harrison's bag coming along the, the, uh, the, um, the baggage claim, and and it went behind a pole, and then it was gone. <laughs> it was just gone. <laughs> wow. And I, and I looked, and there's a woman just hightailing it out the door with, with the bag. So I said, Harrison, quick, <laughs> there goes your bag. <laughs> he got her just before she exited the airport. And, and uh, of course, it was his bag. She had one identical. We saw her later. She wasn't trying to steal it. But I said, I told him about what had happened. And he said, he looked at me. He said, you know, it was your tag on the bag. <laughs> That's why you got the hit, right? That's oh, why you yeah. got the intuitive hit. Oh, so, yeah. Marbeth, we have another caller online on the line. We have Eileen from California on line three. Hi, Eileen. Welcome to the show. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Eileen. <laughs> my first time on, you know, listening to this show, and it's very enjoyable. I'm, I'm oh, I'm glad you Awesome, like awesome. So do you That's have funny. a question about miracles or a story you'd like to share? Well, um, I think I didn't believe in miracles for a long time until mm-hmm. something happened when I actually I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You know, happenstance, uh, the last caller went to Santa Fe. Um, I was, um, you know, with my, my ex-husband uh, had uh, been telling everybody he was going to buy a, G- a new, you know, a Jeep Cher- Cherokee as his next vehicle. And it was going to come soon, and I just didn't believe it. I said, "No," I said, "You know, you don't you, can't, you don't have the money in the bank to buy another vehicle." <laughs> and so what happened? I was on my way to work, and there was a clown, you know, with one of those advertisements in the median. And I stopped with my brake. It was on the main thoroughfare. I stopped with my brake. And a big truck hit me, you know, uh, was hit, hit me from behind because he also got distracted by the clown and pushed me into the <laughs> next vehicle. So it became a three-car accident. Mm. And um, my car got totaled. And it was a Lexus. It got totaled. And the money from the Lexus, and also my, um, my ex-husband had borrowed some money 
from um, using my Lexus as collateral to start up his business. So we were able to pay off <laughs> the accident, pay off on the business, and then um, the money was enough to put down down payments on a brand new car for me and a brand new and a Jeep for my husband. Oh my gosh! Like, so that's that when an accident's happened? a miracle, <laughs> for sure. Yes, it just, um, I, I couldn't believe it because you know he had said that he was going to get the Jeep. I was like, I couldn't figure out how he was going to do that. Well, it was through me. <laughs> what happened to me that we were able to get him his Jeep. <laughs> mm. Wow. That's amazing. So now you believe in miracles? paid off our loans. <laughs> yeah. That, that, so I started believing after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's a great story, Eileen. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That's really awesome. Marbeth, do you have any response to her on that? Absolutely. I think that's that's wonderful that, you know, you hold the intention of what you desire. It's how I got my red Lexus. <laughs> and it shows up. But I think also that miracles are like a healing of a relationship. When you transform bitterness or anger into love, these are more um, more miracle, more miracles in my mind. It's, you know, if you have a, cla- a path that's filled with obstacles and it suddenly clears or an answer appears when you need it and they're miracles and they are all your birthright as a child of God. I think it's wonderful when you can manifest stuff. Absolutely. It's it's wonderful. It feels really good and it helps you realize that you're really powerful and you are a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen, do you have any questions for Marbeth while you're on? Uh, well, uh, how can you um, manifest more miracles? Because um, I just, I mean, with happenstance, I don't know how that actually occurred, but I know that my ex-husband, he had focused in on something so intensely and so, with such passion that that's the way, you know, I mean, it just happened in a, in a way I would never have, it was so weird the way things happened and came to fruition but uh, but um, how do you can you do that deliberately in your life how can you manifest oh. miracles deliberately deliberately question Great wonderful question, question. <laughs> i actually have a free report called uh, seven ways to harness the power of miracles and seven seven easy steps to harness the power of miracles and and they will give you a really easy way to start to allow them into your life, to attract them into your life. I think if you want to explore them even deeper, I have a 21-day miracle challenge. <clears throat> Just minutes a day, you'll learn to attract miracles. And, you know, it takes 21 days to establish a habit. But it, if you want to, just go to miracles101.com and you can download the uh, seven easy steps to harness the power of miracles because it's not difficult, but it does take consistency and vigilance. Mm-hmm. Those are two really and focus. I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't just say what you want and then walk away and hope it's all going to happen on its own. No, and it's a matter of, of really, you know, maintaining a higher vibrational frequency. And you asked me, Charlene, Charlene, about how to do that. Well, you do that by releasing all of the lower vibrational aspects to your life through forgiveness 
He released the anger that she may be holding toward to a in, in a former spouse <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or parent or sibling, you know, or somebody who you feel um, betrayed you in some way. You need to let that go because that's holding you and them <laughs> in a in a very stuck situation. And you're, you're basically dragging them with you in leg irons wherever you go. You need right. to let that go. Forgiveness yes. is huge. <laughs> I know. And, you know, even when you think you've forgiven everybody, you know, I, I practice uh, with St. Germain in the Violet Flame. And I, I do so much meditation. And I thought I had forgiven everybody from the past. And then sure enough, somebody came up in my mind the yesterday, actually, and I had to go through the forgiveness exercise again, because I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not going to just let that go. I got to let that, you know, I've got to dissipate that and, and do that forgiveness exercise. Absolutely. And you're right. It, it really, really works. It works. You know, well, years ago, I went with a friend of mine to her beach house up in Melbourne, Florida, and we were there for five days. We were releasing all of the I work energetically. So we were releasing everything that was keeping us weighing us down. And I did a lot of work with my former husband. Well, I was so light and free and I came back, my daughter called me and he would never, when my kids would come and visit, he would never uh, offer to share expenses, nothing. He, you know, he just said, no, let your mom pay for it. My daughter called me and said, dad wants to pay half of my trip. (laughs) Pigs were flying past my window. Oh, wow. Well, on that note, we're going to cut away to commercial for just a minute, and we'll be right back with you with more miracles on this awesome show. If you're enjoying the Ascended Masters at Work show, You'll love taking the next steps in your spiritual development with Reverend Sherlene in her workshops on the shores of sunny San Diego. Reverend Sherlene will teach you the mystical secret shared by the Ascended Masters for lifting the veil of universal mystery. You'll discover and learn how to put into practice universal laws that increase your business, achieve financial freedom, and develop loving relationships. Learn the art of reading the universal signs. Discover the pure meaning of spiritualism and how to connect to the divine within you. Tap into the guidance that moves you from ordinary to extraordinary. Build a powerful relationship with spirit that serves your mission and purpose. Tap into your next steps with intuitive guidance you can trust. Each event has limited seating. If you're ready for your next steps on your spiritual path and want to make a difference in your life and the lives of those who love you, register at AscendedMastersAtWork.com. That's A-S-C-E-N-D-E-D, MastersAtWork.com. Or dial 888-889-9000. 
888-889-9212. That's 888-889-9212 to reserve your seat for this limited time offer. Well, here we are back with our miracle mama, Marbeth Dunn, and we've just really been having a great time together. And whoever thought miracles could be so much fun, right? Well, I think the fun part is really important because miracles are not heavy. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Nothing heavy about miracles at all. In fact, the more you can enjoy yourself and and keep things lighthearted, the easier it is. I have to tell you a story. (laughs) And then I want to tell you one. (laughs) Oh, cool. (laughs) So I had, you know, I was sitting there when I create with intention. Um, You know, I kind of come from a place of, wouldn't it be fun if this happened? And I was sitting home and I thought, you know, we're going to be traveling. I was going to to Las Vegas and I thought, you know, it'd be really nice to go first class. (laughs) (laughs) So I get to the airport and I had I had a broken foot at the time. So I had one of those little um, I was in a wheelchair. <laughs> and, oh. and, you know, when I said, is there any chance I could be upgraded? They said no. So I wasn't attached to it. It was fine. But when we landed, the steward stewardess, the flight attendant said, would you like to sit in first class while you wait for, oh. the, <laughs> for, the, for your wheelchair? <laughs> so but so I let it go. Then very next flight. Harrison and I got on the plane and we started to, as soon as we got on the plane, we were just joking and laughing and we uh, were smiling with the flight attendant. Our seat, we didn't get first class, but our seat was the very last row. Well, that flight attendant just loved us and she brought us wine. (laughs) She brought us food. (laughs) Wow. Wow. She treated us like we were in first class. It was wonderful. Mm, that's beautiful. <laughs> you can't beat that. You know, you just get what you wish. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you a story about this show. Okay. So yeah. forever, I have been working with entrepreneurs on business and finance and how to build their business and make more money. And that's what I've always done. And then I got this message that I was supposed to have this show, The Ascended Masters at Work. And what does that mean? That means how the masters work with us here in Earth School. That's what this show is all about. And I kind of got cold feet and said, oh, my gosh, you know, it's totally out of my genre. People aren't going to understand me at all. And (laughs) so I I had the same reaction, actually, when I said... Huh, Charlene? She works with money. Yes, <laughs> what, do, what's she doing with Ascended Masters? <laughs> but I manifest it. <laughs> so I haven't really talked about this. And so I found another gal who, and I talked to her and I said, you want to take this show? I'm going to do one, a spiritual show, but based on finance and business. And she said, sure, I'll do it. And so I told the producers at the station and I didn't hear anything and I didn't hear anything. It was like three weeks. So three days before the show, I thought, okay, well, I see now that I'm supposed to do this. Obviously, I'm supposed to do this. And I've been a reverend for 10 years and I've married people and all that. But I really don't make that in the forefront of what I do. 
Yeah. And it's the miracle is that I'm doing this show. And when I was up in the Tetons just this last week, I got this message that said, this show is all about how to manifest money and business and relationship. Absolutely. And then I went, okay, Absolutely. there's yeah. the miracle. It made sense. <laughs> Well, you know, when you have that intuitive hit, you have to follow it. Yes. Yes. They weren't going to let me out of it and nobody would respond. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I know how that is. (laughs) So, you know, um, it's really, it's always a miracle in how these things work. And sometimes they can be quite comical. That's another thing. Have you ever experienced that where it's just ridiculously funny? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got a sense of humor. There's no question about that. <laughs> they totally have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have to look back and laugh at all this. But before I couldn't laugh at all. And and but it's working out beautifully. And I'm really pleased with the fact that uh, I, I'm pleased with myself that I'm actually moving forward and doing it. So there you are. And I'm out of the spiritual closet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm so happy for you because you're doing a great job. I love the show. Thank you. (laughs) I can't wait to have you on the Having It All show. I know. I'm really looking forward to it myself. And I can't wait to have your fiancé on. That's uh, Harrison's amazing. And he's going to be on with me next week. And, yeah, who would agree more than you, right? Absolutely. uh, Harrison Klein is an award-winning personal growth transformationalist in wealth and business growth. And he's actually my coach. There's a secret you know now. Uh, Because, you know, no matter what, we all need coaches. It doesn't matter how big our business is or where we are in the process. We've always got to have a coach because our coaches are the ones that work miracles for us because we help, they help us see our business in a different way that we can't see. And he knows the metaphysical laws. So I really have loved working with him because he's right on par and he speaks my language. And it's not always possible to find people that speak your language. Right, Marveth? Very true. (laughs) Yeah. And that must be why he's your fiance, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) We have a huge amount of fun. And it's wonderful to have someone that we have so much in common. You know, we both work with spirituality. Uh-huh. And so, it, yeah, it just, um, it's it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping everybody will come back with us next week because it on Thursday at two o'clock Pacific time, because you're going to love what he has to say too. And this partnership between Harrison and Marbeth is absolutely phenomenal. And I got to spend some wonderful time with them when I was in Florida, not too long ago, I think it was in February, and we had a great time together. But I want to ask you, we don't have a lot of time left, Marbeth. And I want to ask you about Haiti and your 501c3 charity and how that came into light. Oh, well, you know, I lived there for 17 years mm-hmm. and I have a very strong love for Haiti and the Haitian people. And when I discovered a few years back watching an episode of Vice on HBO that only 
a small percentage, maybe 1% of the $10.5 billion that went to Haiti reached the people, that mm. people were still living in plastic tents with raw sewage running by, I got really angry. Where did all that money go? Even I donated money. Uh, yeah, the Red Cross took in $500 million. They built six houses. Oh! <gasps> Oh my gosh, that I know. doesn't say much for the Red Cross, does it? No, no, it, it's scary. Uh, they did. There was an expose on them also. They because they said they built one hundred and eighty thousand, but I don't know where they are. So I called a friend of mine. I decided to be the change because mm-hmm. <laughs> being angry is not a good thing. Well, it can be, and if it's going to instigate change, and I said, you know. I could build a house for for five thousand dollars in Haiti, and then I thought, well, why don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? So I called a friend of mine who I've known for thirty years. She's built schools. She's built a hospital in Port-au-Prince. And when I knew her, she had an orphanage. So I've known her for many, many, many years, and I trust her implicitly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to send money to an organization and not have the money go where it was supposed to. Uh-huh. I, I support a few organizations still in Haiti, but I wanted to to do these houses. I felt I really wanted to give back. And so I created the 501c3. And after um, Hurricane Matthew, it the it destroyed about a third of the houses in the in in the southwestern quadrant of Haiti, mm-hmm. um, where Gladys has a couple of schools in the mountains. We're building, we're rebuilding it. We've built six houses. They cost $4,000 a house. Mm -hmm. And you can go to HaitiCommunityProject.org if you feel disposed to to help out a little bit. (laughs) Every money, all all the money goes directly to Haiti. I don't take a salary. (laughs) (laughs) The money goes there, yeah. Haiti Community Project. Dot dot O-R-G. Haiti Community Project dot O-R-G. If you're uh, interested in supporting the housing development over there. And, you know, those people have been through such a rough time. And that's why we all donated to that. I know. Them. And when I when I see, you know, I travel to these um, third world countries all the time and I see what they go through. I mean, it's so difficult for them. And the there's nowhere for this money to come from in order to replace the homes that they lost unless we share it with them. And, and the beautiful thing, Shirlene, is that it's the community that's building the houses with uh-huh. local resources So, (laughs) wow, that's perfect. So that takes care of everybody. It takes care of everybody and it's building community, building self-esteem and giving them a sense of pride and ownership. It's a beautiful thing. It's not, you know, a lot of of organizations will go in and we're going to go in and we're going to build the houses and the people feel really great that are doing the work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the people, the other people, you know, that are getting the houses, well, it's very nice for them. But there's something about having a sense of ownership of, of owning the house that you built yourself with your community. And (laughs) it's really, it's a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. And I'm so glad you're doing that because that's really disappointing to hear that so few houses got built when we donated so much money. I I, I donated to the Red Cross. I did, too. I did, too. 
But but also $10.5 billion. Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I can't imagine where it went. That that just doesn't make sense to me. And how many houses did you say that were built? I don't know. how The Red Cross that was documented uh, were six houses. Um, for the uh, AID, they built two $18 million soccer fields, but not in the earthquake area. You know, it's just like, why? <laughs> Beautiful why houses. They, what are they going to do with the soccer fields? Put their tents on them? <laughs> right. Yeah. They also built a wonderful community for the aid workers, gated community, beautiful houses, you mm. know. So, wow. Well, if you, you know, to our listeners, if you feel it in your heart to donate so that uh, the houses can be built, Marbreath's brought a tremendous and heartwarming thought to all of our hearts. Um, go to HaitiCommunityProject.org, and I assume they can do- donate just about anything they can afford. Would that be right? Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Because not only are we uh, using money for the houses, but also to help them with, uh, with food and, and with other um, necessities. Mm, wonderful, Marbeth. Well, I want to thank you so much for being with me today. It's been so much fun having you. And I know that our listeners really, really enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed it, too. I loved it. (laughs) I can't wait to have you on my show. (laughs) Thank you, Marbeth. And we'll see everybody next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific time with Harrison Klein. See you then. Thank you for joining us on the Ascended Masters at Work show with spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. We hope you found our message enlightening in a way that will change your everyday interactions in work and play. Share the love. Pass on our web address, ascendedmastersatwork.com, and if you have a great story to share, we'd love to have you on the show. This has been a Massive Visibility Media Production. Join us next week for the Ascended Masters at Work show. And while remembering the words of the late Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, The things you look at change. We say namaste.